This is Government Gone Digital. I'm Dana Birchman, Chief Digital Officer here in Gilbert, Arizona, and I'm here today with three of my fantastic teammates, Jennifer Harrison, Kelsey Perry, Derek Konofowski, and Kelsey, this is your first podcast with the team. Kelsey has recently joined us as our new Community Engagement Coordinator, and so she's really focusing on all of our outreach, and this is online. And so this is one of the main reasons we wanted to get together. We are already planning for 2020, which may seem like it's way out in advance and in the future and a long way from now, but believe it or not, these things come quickly. And we know in our line of work, we have a lot of big events and initiatives happening in the year 2020. Gilbert is turning 100 years old, so we have our centennial year and a lot of events planned around that. We have a major census and we also have a presidential election, among many other things that will be on the ballot. And so with that coming, obviously we're thinking and planning well in advance for how we're going to be handling marketing for all of these things. We thought it would be really helpful to get together because we know there's other groups and cities out there who are also thinking about these opportunities coming up to reach people in 2020 and talking about some of the ways we're really focused on doing that, meeting people where they are, making it easy for them to get involved, provide feedback, vote, um, participate in the census. So, and most of that is going to be happening online this time, which is really, really exciting. Yay! Hallelujah! Finally. (laughs) Yeah, we did the special census. We were just talking about this before it started with Kelsey because she wasn't with us then, but we did it in 2015, and we just had to get people to open their doors. And trust me, we thought of a lot of creative ways to do it. We did a threes company, come and knock on your door kind of parody video where we're getting people to literally try to open your door if you're home and answer and you know, when the census comes calling, you need to answer. And (laughs) thankfully, I think they've understood now that the majority of the world is living their lives. They're busy and they're not home. How often are we checking our mail? How often do we answer our door? I know most, most Amazon deliveries I get are just packages with a photo clicked and left at my doorstep because yeah, I'm people, not home. Now people have ring doorbells, so now you can see who's there and ignore them anyway. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Tell them exactly. to go away over yeah. from your phone. Yes. So I think this is really an amazing opportunity, especially that you know we are already and have been for seven years focused on meeting our residents here in Gilbert online and Recently, I just got these stats from the U.S. Department of Commerce because we had our first census meeting, and I was so happy. I wasn't surprised, I wouldn't say. I knew that the numbers were high, but 97.5% of Gilbert households have a computer. And I was mentioning this in a previous podcast episode that... I still at times, not not as much anymore, but when I started would get questions about, well, how are you going to get those people that still just want to see it in their mail? And I would say, oh, I don't think there's that many of them anymore. And I would argue today, seven years later, that number is dwindling. That 97.5% of Gilbert households with the computer was 2017. So two years later, I bet it's even higher. When I think back to um, what we did with the special census and literally having to market to people just to have them open their door and talk to a census worker. I mean, I would still send a mailer, right, and say like, hey, census workers are coming starting October 1st and let them know that they were coming, but who knows if they actually remembered and, you know, Gilbert. Or read the mail. Or read the mail. That's (laughs) very true. I mean, this goes across everything we are doing from social media ads to posts on Nextdoor, but 
you know, at the end of the day, we have no idea if they were actually doing that because honestly, they have no control over that. Like they're going to live their lives. We have such a young community with, you know, our average age of 33 years old. They're out running their kids to soccer practice or going to the grocery store or going to work. I mean, they aren't, people aren't home anymore. And if they are, they're sitting down for dinner or watching their show late at night. It wouldn't, you know, it's not a time when they really want to open their door. So I am so thankful that the census is going digital this in 2020. And, you know, I think when I think about planning for the 2020 census, it, it really um, puts me at ease because we've been planning for this for seven years. We've been building the structure Mm-hmm. for this specifically for seven years not oh, yeah, that we knew it we're gonna kill it yeah <laughs> you know we we have we always talk I always tell people like when you're doing social media and, and you're doing the fun stuff with social media whether it's you know a fun video or just a, a, a light-hearted post that really doesn't have necessarily an educational side to it but you're just attracting people and engaging people in a fun way you're getting their attention for when you need their attention for something like the 2020 census and so um, we have the attention of our residents and we like you said Dana are going to kill it when it comes to the 2020 census and, and getting people to respond online. I think our engagement is already there and that's the exciting part when you think about 2020 it's scary to think about all we have to plan for but you mentioned Dana the common theme is a community that's engaged and I think if the last presidential election showed us anything it's that it starts at the local level and I think I mean just from my experience it's only been about a month but seeing that when we post something on next door the residents want to talk about it so I mean it's crazy for me to think that it's the first year ever that the census is available online I remember the last time uh, they knocked on my door several times for my neighbors and I was like I don't know they're like can you estimate how many people live there do you know your neighbors no and and I was like between one and ten I I have no idea yeah so yeah well it was so interesting in that meeting that we were in with the census groups and they were saying that Kids under five often get don't get counted because the parents forget that they have them. They're, that's like Wait, a very what? Yeah. yes. Kids a under the age of five, parents they just it's a it's a thing nationally that people forget when they say how many people live here. You automatically think of like more uh, more grown or adult bodies, even if you so babies don't get counted. They forget it like they forget about them. And at first I kind of laughed, but then I looked at the stats and it's like it's a real problem, right? And then they were talking about the you know reaching people under you know under 18 and, and kind of that focus and that's what we're really focused on and we talk about all the time I think 80,000 of our 250,000 residents here are school-aged children so one of our focus areas this year has been to do more engagement whether it was in the high schools or on Instagram with our younger demographic getting them to vote getting them to show up and again making sure they're counted in the census and so this is really cool, and, and it was great to hear from the census people when they came. They said, well, we think you guys already have this foundation. So we do have Nextdoor, Kelsey, you talked about, and you're managing this every day, more than 50,000 households on Nextdoor in Gilbert. We have 70, about 78,000 households total. So that number's growing significantly. And so you talk about where you can go to meet residents and go into their inbox and solicit feedback from them and get information. So this is an amazing tool that I think if you are a city out there listening and thinking about not just for the census, but just reaching out, you know their residents versus sometimes on social media when you have people engaging with you about topics, you know, you might click through and you're like, ah, this person doesn't even live in Gilbert or, you know, 
this person is connected to a group that has an interest in this topic or whatever it is. But this is like, you know they're a validated resident of your community. And so when we go to get feedback, whether it's a survey or, you know, we've let them put make input to us on the name of our regional park. And so, you know, it's really powerful when you can get 2,500 plus people to respond to a survey. Think about how many people show up to a public meeting, right? If you called a public meeting. I mean maybe yeah. two angry people, right? But are you really Two getting... and a half angry people. <laughs> right? One and a decided. baby under five. Yeah, no. yeah, that they forgot about. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so true, right? And it's like, if you want to, if you, if what you want is the sentiment of your average resident, right? You're the, the real people in your community who, like you said, are outliving their lives and working and raising a family, whatever that looks like, if you really want them to be involved and engaged, you do have to go where they are and make it easy on them. What I love most about it going digital is that people can take action right away. So right. for me, like if I open an email or if I see something on Nextdoor and if they're asking for a survey, I'll just click the link and go do it right then and there. If I don't do it right then and there, I'm going to forget about it and I'm never going to do it. So the fact that people can actually do the census or complete the census on their own time, their own schedule when it's convenient for them instead of having to wait for someone to knock on their door is huge and going to be so beneficial to us as we like try and count the entire community here, all 250 plus thousand residents. Yeah, it's, it's kind of funny to me to think about we're very self-deprecating and we talk about how slow government is on the uptake a lot of times. But it's funny to me that the census didn't think last year, maybe when they were going door to door trying to find people's houses, maybe you give people like a code or something like Nextdoor to validate that, you know, Nextdoor figured out how to validate every single person that's on their platform. But for some reason, the census, how are they going to, you know, make sure that each home is the home that they say it is and all all this other stuff. It's just weird to me that Nextdoor kind of could figure that out, but the census is going to have this whole obstacle, I guess, that they're going to have to get around. How, how are you going to do that? And it would just, it would have been cool if they had thought about it last year or the year before and like, hey, let's validate everybody now. Make them, I guess, prove that they live in the home that they live in. And then any year after that, you can just put in a PIN number or something and update your address if you need to, if you moved or whatever the case may be. Yeah, I think we talk about this all the time with voting, but a lot of these, you know, federal agencies and state agencies too, you know, they're just, they haven't evolved enough to the time. So I was just thrilled to see the census, the last census meeting they came, they had a, a, a really robust digital toolkit for cities to be able to use. They have a hashtag decided on, they've got um, suggested social media posts and video content that we can share. Good and video content. Good video content. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, wow, this is a huge step up um, from five years ago. And where we had and, to generate everything and develop yeah, everything on yeah. our own for the special census. Right. Which which we do because we kind of love to put our own like Gilbert touch on everything, anyways. But I think that that's really really great. It's funny. It reminded me that we had this. Um, Hamilton parody video that we made for voting outreach in the fall, but we didn't really, it, it's, it's a Gilbert group that sang and produced and danced in this. It was so cute. They went to a recording studio and, and sang their own lyrics to, um, you know, I'm not throwing away my shot, but they changed it to vote and uh, really fun, kind of engaging. And we had another city um, in Minnesota, I believe, reach out and say, can we use this for our upcoming election? And I thought to myself, absolutely. There's no Gil there's nothing about Gilbert specifically on it. And a lot of the content that we've created 
for the census or for other places is universal and could be used anywhere and kind of like this podcast and sharing I mean that's really the intent is to try to spread the word so that as many cities as possible can understand that again if you want to reach people and get them to engage you have to create content that they understand and so that that really struck me because they you know, it was cute. They said, well, can we pay you for it? And it's like, no, 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 you can just use it. And actually I hadn't really thought about it, but it doesn't have anything Gilbert specific on it. I mean, they, they again, like I said, they're Gilbert students that participated. Um, but you know, feel free to share it. And if that's what's going to get people to the polls, and I think it is then the, terrific, you know? So I, I think that that's really quite amazing. So if we can be sharing and then also just connecting people right like hey we're gonna need you in 2020 to do all these things participate in the census join us for gilbert's you know 100th birthday and turn out to vote in our election right how much more of a powerful message is that when we're driving engagement for you know again that kind of bigger picture and connecting everything together yeah 2020 is all about the future and um dana like you mentioned the census has has done a great job with developing this digital toolkit this cohesive campaign that cities and and towns across the country can use to promote the 2020 census um and their slogan is uh shape shape the future shape your future start here and you know that fits right in line with what we're doing with our uh, centennial celebration, which is for our future. And then you think to the 2020 election and vote for your future. You're like, your vote counts to you know developing what the future looks like for this country, or even just here in Gilbert. And so, 2020 is definitely all about the future, and it, it's nice to see that everything is kind of aligning with each other um, to make a really cohesive 2020 here in yeah. Gilbert, especially. Well, and Kelsey, you're new, like you're new to the government world. Like you've, you know, just like you said, only been here a month. So, you know, for you, I'm sure it's really, there's, I'm sure there's a lot of things that are very <laughs> eye-opening if I'm being perfectly honest. Indeed. Yes. Um, but, you know, I, I, I would love to hear just your perspective on the power of what you've seen so far in using our 311 app and the ability to just, again, engage and meet people on those on those various platforms where they are. Yeah, I think it's really interesting because whenever you're revving up for a year like this, um, for a big vote or the census, it's all about getting people to listen to you. But they already are listening to us because we communicate on messages big and small. And I think that's what's so unique about what Gilbert does is that we're taking the time to have a conversation about changing the trash schedule because that's what's important in your life that day. And so we don't have to do a huge push to get people to follow us and to get people to hear us because they're already listening because we're listening too. So I think that's what's so unique about the way Gilbert does things is they've already established themselves as a source of information so that when we have a really important message to communicate like the census, they're already listening. So it's it's pretty cool and it's pretty unique and not at all what I expected. Yeah, and I think it's cool too that the census is getting that involved with like all the municipalities and everything because I mean if you think about it, the census happens every 10 years. It's not like the census bureau is going to have a social media channel or like a presence on there. They're like, Hey, remember us from 10 years ago? Mm-hmm. Like, don't forget five years and yeah. counting until the next census, you know? So like you're, I think you're absolutely right. Getting involved with the places that people are, you know, meeting residents where they're at, meeting people where they're at, the places where people are already going is so great because otherwise they'd be starting from scratch and then you, you just get lost in the vacuum of, of social media. 
Absolutely. Yeah, and, and it's, it is connecting everyone together and sharing best practices. And you're right. If you, don't, if you haven't started already, you should start right now thinking about what opportunities are there already in your community. Again, we don't manage next door. We have the ability to post there. But I, I can't say, I mean, did we try to encourage people to go to next door to be connected to their community? Absolutely. But I don't think we can take credit for that, right? Like look out into your community and look for those opportunities where they, people are, how they're getting their information. I mean, getting my hands on stats from the Commerce Department was kind of eye-opening for me too. I mean, 94% of Gilbert households have a broadband internet subscription, and that was as of 2017, 94%. Now, again, we know we're a more affluent fluent, and educated community. I understand that our demographics would lead me to believe that that would be the case, but I actually was surprised that it was even as high as it was, and I, you know, pleasantly surprised, of course, because inside, I, I think my first words out of my mouth were, I knew it, um, <laughs> because even my retired parents spend more time on Facebook than I do these days, and so I had an inkling that this was the case, and you know, I was talk about, you know, paying bills, and, you know, why do we still have to pay with a check when everyone else is paying? their bills using Venmo like this again to me it's not rocket science but you know I I'm looking at this and looking out ahead but it's all it's looking for those opportunities right like you said to engage with people to build that relationship and and I think about it as you know make it easy on them don't create some system that is going to prevent either our youth or our you know our tougher to reach populations from being a part of this. And I can tell just from the census meeting that they really are focused on targeting the people who in the past have been difficult to reach. And I think that's what we do here in our work every day is thinking about like, are we sure we're getting every resident? Are we sure every resident is perspective is at the table. And I think that you're right in government that is really rare because we all know, you know, a lot of times you look at your elected officials, you wonder, are they really representative of our entire community? And I think that's our job here from marketing our message is to be sure one we're reaching every single person we possibly can and also, you know, are we sure that like you said before we make changes and decisions that are going to impact their lives that we're sure that's what they want. And so that's that's another amazing and you know census is all about funding and all about money and you know that that future funding that comes down the pipeline and like you said the future implications of decisions that are going to be made and so i just hope that cities out there can really when they're approaching 2020 regardless of if it's the election the census or whatever it might be in your community that you're thinking about where those opportunities already exist for you to tap into to drive you know drive engagement because it together it, I mean, it will benefit everyone. And Dana, Nextdoor is a great example, but also Facebook recently has allowed pages to join groups. And that's been huge for us to um, you know, answer questions, dispel any rumors, and I can see it playing a huge part in what we do for the 2020 census, because we have this Facebook group called Go Gilbert, and they have you know, a huge following. For, huge. I think it's like over 40,000 residents, which is almost double what we have. Um, and 
we're able to post our content in their group. So it's not something we're managing. We don't have to maintain it, but we're able to use that as an additional resource to get our messaging out. And I think one of the things that I also learned in the 2015 special census is that there are a lot of trust issues when it comes to the, the census. And so people don't want to give out their personal information. And so that's one of the challenges that the census is always having to overcome. And if you've built that relationship with your community and they trust you, they will be more likely to actually participate in the census and be more willing to give that information that will ultimately benefit your community with regards to funding in the future. Yeah, actually the census mentioned that in our meeting with them, they said that that the trust is much higher at the local municipal government level. And so that's why they're leaning on cities so much to help them with this process and why they need cities to be engaged. That's a great, I'm so glad you brought that up because I forgot that was a, a big part of their meeting where they basically were like, we need you because again, we always talk about getting as close to the source as possible and not you know being too disconnected. And I think that's another great, example of how the closer people can get and like you said if you start building that relationship now when you do need something and you come calling they'll be there to give it to you yeah and i think too it's important i mean you, you kind of talked about it but like if if you didn't already start this process last year and you didn't start it this year like start now because you have to build that trust up it's not something and especially with social media and just the signal to noise ratio is so high people are just bombarded from everything so you know look at where you're targeting things look at where your messaging is going you know next door is great for public agencies and municipalities because next door flat out doesn't allow businesses to post on there unless they've paid to be like a sponsored ad but for the most part it's a very targeted very specific way for municipalities to contact people facebook can be the same way but also you know there is a lot of noise on facebook too so you can't just expect to jump on in on this now at this point or even a couple months from now and then be ready for that because people really need to be coming to your content regularly or they need to be checking in regularly. It's not something that you can just do spur of the moment and then expect to be successful. My goal with marketing the 2020 census is for people to be like sick of it, like sick of seeing <laughs> 2020 census, like take take the census, participate in the census by the time, you know, April 1st, 2020 comes along. Um, it's that rule of marketing, right? The rule of three. And so they have to, people have to see things at least three times before they either trust or commit to something. And so that's our goal, Kelsey, as we start, you know, planning the outreach for 2020 just in general is be so vocal, put it anywhere and everywhere and just make sure that people are aware and, and increase that awareness. And if they're aware and they know about it, they're more likely to participate and help us in the end. And if they know how important it is, especially when you think of a town like Gilbert and the growth that it's seen, you know, I mean, I think we're lucky that we don't have very many hard to reach areas, but can you imagine if we did and we didn't get an accurate count and how that would affect, um, I mean, just look at the amount of young people. Yeah, and you don't get another shot for another 10 years, so. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you guys. This was fun. And I'm so glad you're here, Kelsey, to help us with these efforts. And it's overwhelming. I think it's a little daunting even for us. And this, like I said, this is what we do. And we've been thinking about it and planning. And, you know, instead of, I think it came up about 2020 being this like crazy year. And I said, well, there's, there's a huge opportunity, right? I think always looking for those, you know, amazing opportunities where you can engage people that maybe we never have before and they're still out there and that's always a challenge I know when the mayor did her um, 
Jen walking video. If you haven't seen it, if you follow any of our channels, you should check it out. But she went to the downtown and asked, you know, who's your mayor? And no one really except one group of women knew who she was. And she came back and said, wow, we have a lot of work to do. And I always keep that at the forefront of my mind because just when I think, you know, oh, wow, 97.5% of Gilbert households have a computer, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're connected to us and know everything that's going on. So it's just that, you know, constant reminder of, you know, what's ahead of us and, and what work is left to do. So it's exciting. Very exciting. Hindsight is 2020, but look forward. Exactly. 2020 vision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could just go on and on yeah. all day with this. Look, start looking forward. If you're not already, now's the time. Yes, exactly. Well, thank you all for joining. Yeah. And we'll, I'm sure, be talking about this topic on many future episodes, too. So, and to our listeners, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at GovGoneDigital. And we'll see you soon from Gilbert, Arizona on Government Gone Digital. Yeah.